Welcome back. I don't even know what episode we are on, but it's Adam Eagle Rock and my co-host for this podcast, Evan Ryan Lewis. Thanks for having me. It's Absolutely. Do you have anything going on this week? That has uh, something interesting that happened? Yeah, I got antibody tested for the first time. You did? Yeah. I got one of those one time. So I I go to the doctor, I go for the antibody test, and he he pulls out uh, like a needle. And I was like, you're going to take blood for an antibody test? And he's like, where else do you think antibodies live? I'm like, how would I know where antibodies live? Like, we've only all been the virus experts you, for right? a year. Yeah. Not even experts, right. Right. A year ago, no one knew what an antibody was. Now right. you expect me to know where it is? Like, I don't know. It could be saliva. What were your results? I haven't gotten them back yet. You haven't gotten them back yet? Mm-mm. Um, you know what bothers me is when somebody that you were with gets tested for COVID and doesn't let you know their <laughs> results. That's just like, they let you know that they were getting tested, but never let you know the results. That's a creepy thing. You have to go back and then tell everybody. No, I'm saying like, you know, our buddy Brian was, he, he got tested for COVID after our adventures through the South of the border. And I got tested and I'm like, hey guys, just letting you know, like I'm negative. And he goes, cool, same here. I said, when did you get tested? And he said, yesterday. And I came back negative. I'm like, and you didn't bother to share that with the rest of the crowd? Right. I thought that, and that you did the same thing. I did the same thing. I agree with you, but you guys were both negative already. So what's the, who cares? You guys already know. Three strikes though. (laughs) This is it. So we survived. All right. Topics. So you got to kick it off. You're my start. You're my guest. You start. Okay. My first topic is, let's say you're at a restaurant and you ask someone, where's the bathroom? And they go, oh, I don't work here. Is that a valid answer to where's the bathroom? I don't work here. What does that matter? I don't think that's relevant, whether or not you work there. If I'm walking through a restaurant that I've eaten at a bunch and someone's like, hey, where's the bathroom? I'm not going to be like, I'm not a waiter. That's, that's not the point. That's I'll be hysterical. like, it's down the hall. That's hysterical because I, all right, so I, I feel weird when I ask somebody at a place, like, oh, this happened, this happened to me, where was it? Um, oh, it happened at Ralph's. I was looking for um, Cholula hot sauce, and we could get into another debate about what's the best hot sauce, but to me, Cholula... Right? Am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm like I said, on this cast, I'm like 99% confident, <laughs> but not certain. Um, and I and he, and he's he's restocking the shelves. And he goes, I don't work here. That's ridiculous. I was I, I'm like, oh, and then I felt then I felt guilty for like asking him that question. So like I always feel I always feel bad when I just judge somebody's appearance. So now I'm looking for like name tags or I'm looking for like that necklace, you know, thing, lanyard thing that mm-hmm. they have right. that shows like they work at these stores. Right. I think that they're totally in the right to say I don't work here. But if somebody came up to me and was like, where's the bathroom yeah. as like a, a patron at, at, a, as, at a restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. one, I would be like, I don't work here, but... And then let him know where the rest. What is you working there have anything to do with anything? 
If someone's I, like, where's the bathroom? And you know where it is. You're not like, well, I do real estate actually, but. Well, I just think it's so bizarre for somebody like, what, <laughs> what if you don't say that? And then they're, then they're just like, and can you grab uh, two more drinks to table 12? <laughs> I, and then you go, I don't actually work here. I just happen to know uh, where the restroom is. I think at a grocery store, someone's like, hey, do you know where the avocados are? It's like, if you know where they are, just say what, where they are. And that, if, if somebody came up to me in a grocery store and asked me where the avocados are. Uh, and you know where they are. I would easily clarify I don't work here. Why? I just think it's weird to like take ownership in, in something that, frankly, I don't really want to be working at a Trader Joe's. No offense. <laughs> But seriously. So if it was somewhere where you would happy that someone thought you worked there. Right, right. Right. Okay. That's that's another great. <laughs> that brings it to another story. We were doing these turkey giveaway things, right? Mm-hmm. And and the news was there and it was like, you know, thousands of turkey giveaways and I was like helping out. And I, they, they thought I was an actor and, and of that. I guess a relatively popular one that they wanted me to be in the front line, right in the front, so I could be on TV. Uh-huh. And I th- and I was like, this. And the guy's like, you're an actor, right? And I was like, and before I even was able to say what, no, he grabbed me, and dr- brought me to the front, and he like grabbed some other guy who's like a singer, and like, and now I'm just sitting <laughs> in the front, and I was right. like, all right, I'll play this one out. Right. Like all of a sudden, it was a cool thing right. that you know, I don't know. Maybe. Right. And if someone on set was like, hey, do you know where the bathroom is? You're- Right, right. It's, yeah, if somebody in the back was just like, hey, uh, I don't work here, actually. Right, yeah. I, I, don't, right. I don't actually work here. Yeah, All right. I think it's valid. So I think we disagree on that one, then. I think I think that if you know where something is pointed out, if you don't say, I don't know, and if you work there or not, it doesn't matter. I think you should say that you don't work there, comma, and then point it out. <laughs> I, you need to bring that up. Because if they start asking for other favors throughout the <laughs> night, I don't know, it could get weird. And, and I said medium, by the way, All and right. it came back well done. Right. You're like, uh, uh, well, if someone asked me for like a drink, I would be like, I don't work here. But you know where to get the drinks. <laughs> Sorry, there's a self-service soda machine over there. Why are you asking me for it? Right. All right. So here's every, that's a good, that's a good topic. Uh, here's a question for you. You're on this house hunt right now, right? And it just reminded me of when I was looking for an apartment. You're kind of balancing, right? the best location for the best price and what it looks like inside and all these things. Would you move into an apartment that somebody had died in? (laughs) Not only somebody, but the tenant before. Um, Why, do you have a story about this one? As a matter of fact, I do, (laughs) Mr. Lewis. I... um, been looking all over on the west side of Los Angeles for an apartment. I finally found this great apartment. For some reason, it was a little bit discounted in comparison to the other apartments that I was looking at. I'm talking like, you know, $600 discounted, which as a percentage was actually like, a, you know, it was a decent amount off. And if this podcast really blows up, maybe I'd be able to afford a different one. But anyway, um, I take a tour of it, hardwood floors. Two bed, two bath, the full nine. And then I'm like, something's off with this price. And I told the lady, I was just like, I'll take it. And then right before I was about to sign, she goes, I must disclose something. I'm like, what's that? And she goes, the tenant in here before you uh, had committed suicide. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I said, 
I'm going to need another $200, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> and did she oblige? Uh, she gave us like another 150 off, but, um, I told, I, well, I told her, I was like, I got to call my, call my roommate and I called him and I was like, do you care? He goes, no, do you? <laughs> like without missing a beat, uh-huh. like, no. Uh-huh. He's like, do you? And I was like, I mean, I had to think about it for a second, but like, if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Like when you were telling the story, my thought process was on what's the market discount for a suicide in the apartment apparently six i was thinking like in my head i was thinking like 200 to 500 bucks i see so my question so before i rent an apartment Uh i need to know how the guy committed suicide that plays a role into the price for sure and also where because like (laughs) i i was getting the master bedroom in this in this two bedroom like I don't know, like. Did you find out where overdoses or something in the in the living room? Like, I could live with that, uh-huh. but like suicide by cop because right. of like, I don't know, a burglary or so. I I don't like I don't know. This is a little this is a little heavy for me. Um, did you get the information? I got I got the information. <laughs> yes, I did. And then you could tell that the pictures uh, that were on the website and the picture in the actual unit was slightly different. Um, should I, should I go into the group? You know, viewer discretion advised. I don't know. Do we have to put those things? How much did you find out? Uh, I found out the bit, the whole bit. The and then I talked to the, the neighbors, uh-huh. of course. Like, once I moved in, and I, of course, I took it. And then once I moved in, I, you know, it, oh, the worst part is this guy, he obviously didn't cancel his electric bill or, or his <laughs> internet before he, you know, did the deed. So when I moved in, I'm now getting hit up for, by collection <laughs> agencies going, we can't turn on your service till you back pay. I'm like back oh pace. So now I'm sharing right this this story about a death right that I wasn't even part of, and right. it was like this whole thing. I'd do it again. You don't live there anymore, so I feel like I could t- I could share a terrible thought now. All right, go for that it. I thought was like a joke that <laughs> if something terrible happened to you and there was a death in you in your apartment, right, and then seeing it try to be released again. <laughs> like well, the last two tenants. The last two. So I don't. Do you have to <laughs> say the like second this one? Cursed apartment that you don't, you don't realize you're stepping into. So would you move in? So you're saying it's by market. What if what if it's not? What if it's just like market rent? It's just like. Then I'd rather not. There's so many apartments. Why, why not? Are you scared of ghosts? I just think that's a bad energy that you don't want to be a part of. It was recent too. It was right the previous tenant. Right. It was yeah. Good. Yeah. But it was clean. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm okay with it, but you need a market discount. Market discount. Yeah. The more gruesome, the more. The so what's your discount? I would by, say two to debt. 500 bucks a month. Now, does that change? Like as a percentage, does that change if how they died? Yeah. I think how messy the death was. It was very <laughs> messy. Let's just put it that way. I mean, they cleaned it. Right. Stainless steel appliances was, was the whole bit. I'm going to stay away on this one. You're going to stay away? Yeah. You lived Just there bad for vibes. how long? Two years? Yeah. Two years. <laughs> Just bad vibes? You bad vibes, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, my next topic, I was on a hike recently. Not a very wide trail. At a point where there was a very nice view. And there was a girl standing there 
very dressed up, like she came there for the specific purpose to take a picture. Okay, so you're on Runyon County. Yeah, well, Runyon type place. I was a Malibu. Yeah, dress up. Okay. exactly. And there's like two people. One has a uh, holding her like clothes. One's there like taking pictures. Oh, uh, uh, multiple outfit changes. Just woman was holding a jacket next to her. So yeah, probably. Okay. And I was hiking, and I wasn't gonna stop right there at that point in the trail. And so the topic is, can you walk through someone's photo? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. However, I have two stories about that today, mm-hmm. actually. One story, I didn't walk through the photo. And the other story, I drove through the photo. <laughs> so the one I, this morning I went surfing, there's this person, this woman taking pictures of all these birds that were like, all, like maybe like 75 birds just happened to be like all together. And that was also the path that I'd need to walk out to the ocean. Like there's like, there's one channel that you need to like walk along to safely get out. And the birds were frankly in my way. And she was taking a photo and I was like, this would be really messed up if I just start storming through these birds. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I'd just fly away. And Might like, make for a better photo. <laughs> just an asshole. <laughs> and then, so I didn't, I didn't. So I, maybe my answer is no. But then today I was back, I was driving, I was in this alley and I needed to back out of the alley. And there's a girl taking a photo, a mom or somebody taking a photo of this girl in front of like one of those like butterfly walls kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nah, see, I, right. I, I, I got, I got a podcast. I got to record. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, so I just kept driving and yeah. made it, let them know essentially by the sound of my car that I was, that you're done taking the photos right now and yeah. you have to wait for me to pass. Uh-huh. I agree with you. I think the answer is you can walk through a photo, especially one like that. I did not break pace. Oh, that's actually interesting. That was like depends where the photo is. Yeah, I mean, in the middle like of a, a hiking trail, exactly. middle of an alley. Like I think it depends on the location. There are certain hikes where there's like a certain viewpoint. Everyone's kind of waiting their turn to like take that. Right, picture. right. Then you're right. an asshole to go walk, but where would be like the you know yeah like I mean don't block. But this goes back to like. I th- you know what I noticed about a lot of your topics is it, it's all just like, or all these topics in general, it's, is, is it my way or do I, am I nice for someone else? Exactly. Right. Yeah. I that's a that's good the, topic. That's the kind of, right. the kind of world we're living in. Right. So yeah, there's some days I won't, I'll let them take a picture. Other days I'll go, what the hell are you doing? Taking mm-hmm. photos on a path? Right. But yes or no, can you walk through someone's photo? I yes. hundred percent. All right. We agree on that. Absolutely. One. We agree. So here's one. You're at a grocery store, okay? And let's say you're waiting in line. Person is is you check in their all their items and they have a full shopping cart. Then there's a person in front of you and then then it's you, right? So two people above you is actually checking out. Right? Mm-hmm. And now you're waiting, you're six feet and you're doing your whole whatever, and the cashier to the left now opens up. They hit the light on and they go, okay, accepting new customers. Do you beeline it for the, for that? I open a new line? Yeah. That's a great topic. Or do you let the person in front of you take uh, it? There's so many good ones about this interaction of your life checking out at the supermarket. Because there's another topic about machines, I think. What do you mean? Do you check out using the machines or with the people? You mean like the self-serve self mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. 
Um, well, I usually, it's, honestly, I usually go to Trader Joe's and they don't have that option. Wow. Knock on Trader's. When that happens, there's like a mad dash to see like who gets to go check so, out first. So you, you think that it's like a free-for-all? Well, you who's to say the person in front of you is going to leave? They're next up. They're playing the strategy game too, you know? No, that's what I'm saying. Do you, do you tap the person in front of you shoulder and go, no, it's hey, a hey, hey, there's no, no, a line no. open. You get that announcement, it's a free-for-all at that point. You beeline it. Yeah, you could be coming from a different part. You don't even have to be in line. So you, do you, <laughs> you hear that? You go. <laughs> so you see like you spot her. You go, that looks like a checkout curl. You asked her already where the restroom is. She claimed that she worked there. <laughs> right, right. And then she, you see her later on now opening up a checkout line, wiping right. the counters, getting it ready. You uh-huh. just start heading over. Yeah. Would you ever like not be- put something in your cart just to make it there first? Mm, no, I don't think I would go that far. I, I think when you get stuck behind a slow either person or uh, clerk, it's brutal. You see them like looking at receipts, and you're just like, "Oh no!" Right, like, this right. Is like, what do you do? And then right. you have to look at all the other lines. Oh no! Like, what's the move? Oh, the, the judgment of which line you join, yes. and then it's always right. uh, what is it? What what kind of? It's like just guilt when you're like you always choose the wrong one somehow. In your own head, yeah. Right. Unless you're a positive person, they probably think they always choose the fastest line. Right. And the truth is, you just, it's well, it's because they probably aren't remembering like. I wonder if the guy in the red shirt is ever going to make it. Uh, right, they don't even keep track of that. There's right. an in and out in the valley that's drive through only. You can't go inside of it. It's been there since like the 70s. Right. And there's two options for drive through. And then every time, and I'm always looking at the guy who went into the other. Right, way. right. And you, you square it up. Yeah. You remember them. Oh, yeah. So what I do when I'm at, if that happens to me, is I, I do like the ledger. I do how many items does the person in front of me have? Because that's going to dictate if I jump the gun or not. Because I, okay, I'm, I'm a guy who goes to the grocery store and I, I have the carry basket mm-hmm. and always overflows the carry basket and like regrets getting the carry basket. But if I got the push basket, it's like too much food and mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, I, it's, it's weird. So I always look at the, per- if the person in front of me has a cart that is just filled to the top, I'm not tapping them on the shoulder and going, hey, there's a line open. I'm being a good Samaritan. Today. Absolutely not. I also will... But I'll do it. I'll do it. If they have a carry basket, for sure. Really? They're up next. Sometimes, like, someone has a big cart, and I have, like, two things, and they're like, oh, if you only have two things, do you want to go ahead of me? Which I think is the most unbelievable act of kindness. I'm not that person. I'm never offering those, and I don't expect those either. (laughs) I have a story from... This is, like, three days ago. Someone's, like, big, long process checking out. There's a guy with, like, two items, and I have, like, two items. And my items were cold, so I wanted to put them on the belt. Right, right. And so the guy, first guy in line finishes checking out, and he runs the belt, and my items come up, and he scanned them through. And the guy in front of me was like, hey, what the fuck? Like, I was next. Right. And I was like, I didn't mean to jump your place in line. I just put them on the belt, and then the guy... Oh, he got, like, he literally got, like, angry at <laughs> He said something, yeah. And the checkout guy was like, look, I already scanned through, like, I had, like, one item. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I then you're just left feeling, like, just don't make eye contact. Just right. wait for the food and get the hell out right. of it. Right. But I cut him. I think they may have found, like, a sneaky way to cut someone. Okay, so the person who lets the person with two items go in front. Mm-hmm. Now the person who behind them. The person behind them also right, has two, two items. items. Yeah, then what? Then what? You start a chain reaction you have no control over. Right. And you yeah. just start jumping in the line because you got one item. Do you ever let people go ahead of you with a couple items? I do if I have an abundance. Oh, I'm not that person under any circumstance. If I'm hit, well, I, I feel like you pay, you got to pay forward for sure. 
Just like I would tap the person on the shoulder in front of me, hey, the line just opened up. You would? For sure. Oh, we're so far if, off on this one. If they're carrying a handbasket. No? No. Oh, hand you're out of your mind. Irrelevant. I don't think anyone's done that to me, though. <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee that. Um, all right. We'll, we'll take different sides on that one. I like that topic, though. There's a lot of checkout topics. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and do our last ones. I'll Be the Judge of That is made possible by Saltwater Peak, as well as Calico Yacht Charter. Feeling trapped in? Hop aboard LA's newest private yacht charter, Calico. Surfing, fishing, a sunset cruise? Calico Yacht Charters can do it all, captain and crew included. Call and mention this ad for a 15% discount on your first voyage. Visit CalicoYachtCharter.com to learn more and to plan your perfect L.A. boat day. And now, back to the show. Who's up? You're up, Buttercup. Okay. My, my final topic is, do you clap when a plane lands? Absolutely no. Not a chance. But I think this is actually... The topic I think is actually would you who starts the clapping for a plane landing? Somebody with severe anxiety about Would you flying. ever start a clap at a plane landing? For as a joke? In any circumstance. I, I would do it as a joke. If you're like, Cole, you won't start this clap, <laughs> the, the clap when they land. Uh-huh. I'll do the premature clap. Before we even landed, you're already getting an applause. Do you think you could start a clap on a plane landing? For sure. Do you I, think my, the, the kind of influence I have with my claps? What percent of plane landings do you think have claps at the end? I would say above 50%, for sure. No way. I think it's under like 5%. What? You think every other plane, there's a clap at the end? Absolutely. We just took a round trip flight together and there was no clapping. You were asleep the entire (laughs) time. You don't even know what happened. I'm so used to the clap, I don't even hear it. Oh, come on. Dude, I... and, And... Frankly, would you clap? I don't. I don't think I would ever start a clap. I think that they're oftentimes mean to the pilot. If there's like a lot of turbulence, then that's when I hear a clapping. Like, oh, we made it! Thank God. So you think that? So the clap is always like a sigh of relief. If yeah, you don't want. I don't want to start one of those. I think those are rude. The sigh of relief clap. Yeah. But then why so is there an applaud clap? They land almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones that haven't landed, we right. don't know if they were clapping. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, 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 wait. So the clap, the the airplane clap. Yeah. Not to I think it's such a rare any other clap. You think it's every other. Well, yeah, but you. So you think that it's it's only a sigh of relief clap, or do you think it's also congratulations, not correlated to turbulence? I'd say it's like three quarters sigh of relief clap, and then like a quarter you making a joke type of person. And like a, a full congrat- quarter. Yeah. I get I get twenty five percent. Yeah. You think there's that many people making jokes? <laughs> I don't know who else starts the claps. People out of relief. And I almost think the clap is insulting to the pilot. I agree. I think that like he's like, this is my this is my job. Exactly. Why are you applauding exactly. the fact that I landed? Were you scared? Right. Were you scared of my flying? Mm-hmm. Maybe we've got to get a pilot on the phone. But once a clap starts, it's Call hard not it. to take part of it. It's the easiest thing <laughs> not to take part of. You just look around and you go, are you kidding me right now? Clapping? 
The clap is not. Nah, you don't so do, do you, you don't clap, do clap on airplane landings? Maybe if it was <laughs> solely landing in the Hudson, then yes, maybe uh -huh. I'd break out a little. Frankly, we got to still Google about the exit row. <laughs> Honestly. Because like if I was in the exit row and, and solely, I'm not clapping. Also, do you clap if he lands it in the Hudson? Hey, hey buddy, buddy, right. no. Right. Run, the runway is way over there. Right. Now we got to do the sea boat thing. Like, am I getting wet? I clap for that one. Do you pack your favorite items on, on an airplane? I always have this fear that like my bag is going to be less or I go down or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, I survived. Like, I really love that t-shirt. It's like <laughs> no longer here. Um, no, I don't think about that. Although I have my passport, but. So you don't think about losing things or the plane going down, but you clap when it lands no, I out don't... of like a relief? I'd say if there's a clap started, I find myself clapping, but I'm like, why, why am I clapping? So you got to, I would like to interview the, the clap star. That's what I'm saying. The topic is like, would you start a clap? Zero percent chance. I agree. The only time is if you were to be like, you won't start a clap. Right. And even then I'd still be like, this goes against like, oh, my, my code here. Uh -huh. My code on an airplane is like, say what's up to the person next to you because you're going to end up stepping over them and, and just keep, keep, keep it quiet. Keep it cool. There's no need to like piss everybody off around you. Um, that's, that's a good one, except for the fact that you think I'm a, I do the clap, I don't do the clap. All right. When someone tells you a story for like the second or third time, do you cut them off or do you still act like I had this first? as a topic. I swear I was going to do that. No way. Yes. <laughs> tonight? So you're going to do it tonight? I was thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was actually thinking about making a joke where... I did that as my second topic, and then as my third topic. That's as well. that's good. I like that. That's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of bummed that you picked that. Well, it's a good topic. I think I said it, said it in Mexico, and mm. I osmosis you or something into you writing. Anyway, go on. So, would you would you cut them off, or you let you you act like it's the first time you heard the story? I think. Does it depend on how long the story is? I, it could be. You're t you tell me. This is your rules. Right. If it's a, maybe if it's a good story, I don't mind letting it go. But it's a bad story, you're just like, hey, yeah. hey, 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 we know how this one ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been on the other side of it? It's just a buzzkill. Yeah. It's the hardest buzzkill. Yeah. Happens oh, yeah. to me all the time. I love telling stories. Yeah. I used to say that uh, we tell stories so they don't become forgotten memories. Is that what you said? You, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Greatest quote. That was your quote? Yeah. Shout out to Jason who loves that quote. <laughs> Use it all the time. I love telling stories as well. And I tell stories like over and over. I I, I know. Yeah. And I have to act like it's my first time. I don't I don't cut people off. I let them go. Because I know the feeling of getting cut off. Well, how about uh, if you've heard the story before but you're with someone else who hasn't? Do you leave the room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is more often than not. Like I've heard a lot of people tell stories multiple times in front of different people. The thing about storytelling is, and I think this goes with comedy as well, is you, one, you need to read the room, obviously, right? But two, you need attendance. So like, if I'm sharing a story with you and another person and you've heard it, and then you open, turn on your phone and you start looking at your phone, I'm in my head like, I wonder if this guy is going to be vibing it because he's not now like, right. I'm all about it. He's right. not about it. And he's like now going to hear it for the first time. Right. Like, yeah. I think you have a passive audience when someone's telling a story you've heard, but there's another person there who hasn't heard the story. You, you owe it to the, the story to, to the virgin ears. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Both of them. Yeah. Right. 
Both both ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to the guy who's telling the story. He's got used ears. Right. Uh, some people tell really long stories. Are you saying me? <laughs> I am known for telling long stories and just never getting to the point. Yeah, but you're a good storyteller though, so. I get excited. Yeah, they're fun to listen to. So you would you would let it go if there's virgin ears. No virgin ears, you're, you're cutting them off? I think this one's a case-by-case basis. I don't think this one's so black and white, which is why it's a good topic. Right. I think it really depends on the storyteller and the audience and a lot of different Good, factors. Bad storyteller. For, yeah, you're out. You're out. You don't yeah. even let them yeah, repeat yeah, it to virgin ears. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you missed your flight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody started clapping. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was the whole thing. Right. Yes, the flight attendant, you know, where's the bathroom? She said yeah. she doesn't work here and she sat down next to you. It was the whole thing. But I have a uh, the guy I went to study abroad with. We, when our families get together, we tell them study abroad stories over and over. We're telling the same stories for 10 years. But everyone's like, tell the one where you guys, there's a lot of stories like that. Right, right. Well, okay, so I think that, yeah, the family audience, you can repeat the same story. Right. But that's, that's the difference between a good friend and a bad friend. It's like the good friends you want, you kind of want to be like, listen, man, pull you aside. Hey, hey, you heard the story like three times already. Right. I just want you to be where I let it play out tonight. Right, right. But that was the last one. <laughs> but tone it down. Next right. time, I'm cutting you off. That's, that would be like a really good friend. Uh-huh. Bad friend, I think, is the guy who cuts you off because it's just a buzzkill. You you lose your mojo. Right, you're right. like I, I, you have no idea what to even say after because you were yes. like already thinking of the yeah. punchline. Yeah, so families are great. Yeah, so I would say err on the side of letting them go. Let it, let them go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I first couple episodes I was nasty. Now I'm like telling the person in front of me to get <laughs> right. Oh. But these are actually things I do, and I let people actually share their stories. And in my head, I'm already like, it's not the best one. You could do better. All right. I think we agree on that one, too. We're supposed to disagree on these, I thought. Well, it turns out that you are you turn out to be a nice guy sometimes. <laughs> you. Or is it you becoming an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> You've just been agreeing on everything as it goes. I like it. I like it. And that, that recaps this episode. I think that we uh, dug in deep here. And I don't know. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, for everyone out there claiming that they knew that antibodies live in blood a year ago, you're out of your mind. Oh, the person who took my antibody test, though, they like missed my vein or something. And there's like blood everywhere. And the guy goes, you don't need to look at it. And I I was like, I'm the kind of weirdo that likes watching the needle go in. Mm -hmm. But now that you missed my vein, that's kind of gross. Right. Like if if you were like a bullseye, then it would have been cool. But now I'm just bleeding everywhere. This whole thing's just terrible. It looks like my old apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And for that, we will wrap it up. All right. Good night. See you next week.